whatever job you need to do out there, grab the right tool to get it done. The new F-150 with an available hybrid engine and up to 7.2 kilowatts of pro power on board to power things on the go. It's not a tool you'll hang in a tool shed, but you can certainly use it to build one. The new 2024 Ford F-150. Tough this smart can only be called F-150. Available starting early 2024. Optional features the owner's manual for important operating instructions. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Gosh. That was That was scary. I'm that taking was... a sip. Mm. A man was scared by a cake. Yeah. In if the hands in of Morgan. Face. A man who's had a gun to his head multiple times this podcast <laughs> was freaked out about a cake. Oh, yeah, that's it. That's right. It's Chris Sims on Button. And, yeah, we're weird here. We're scared of cakes, but we're not scared of guns to our heads. I don't know what to say. That's just me. I'm a knucklehead. I mean, yes, I'm scarred. I have people have tried to get me before. If I knew it was our beloved friend Morgan behind right. me, I wouldn't have panicked. But I didn't know. I didn't know if it was like. You know, jerk boss Sam Flood, jerk boss Matt Casey, jerk boss Pete Demoletta Lolitis. <laughs> so I thought maybe they would smash it in my face. So I was a little scared. You were like a edge. quarterback in the pocket. You knew something was in your peripheral vision. Definitely. And then I looked you at you, which is a very real thing, too. The eyes, and you know, there it is. It's right. Man, my reflexes were pretty damn good, though, I will say. What? <laughs> uh, the eyes will tell you a lot. The eyes will tell I used to literally... Like dropping back, right? You know, dropping back in a game. And it's amazing once you get comfortable. And I wasn't that comfortable for too long in my NFL career. But the game, like when you hear slowed down, yep. where I'd literally, you know, coach would be like, well, why didn't you throw here? And because the safety's cheating here. And I'm like, I know he was cheating here, but I'm telling you, his eyes were like, he was just waiting for me to go here. And, you know, those are things sometimes you have to have a conversation and the coaches just got to trust you a little yeah. bit. You know, that or – you know, even just the weird senses of like set hut and I'm looking downfield, but feeling that defense end over there just seemed like he got off really good. Like it was faster than everybody else. I didn't really get a clean look at it, but as I take my step, let me look back. Oh, gosh, I was right. He's there. It's weird how that happens. I so. should have looked you off. Yeah, I saw those I should eyes. Have I should have looked was, you off. Yeah. And then, yeah. No, we weren't trying to hit you in the face. It was trying. We were trying to give you, you know, that birthday celebration. Much, much. Thank it, you. Much, it's it's much funny. Appreciated. Uh, if you just heard all that and you're yeah. not watching any of that, yeah. you're like, I got to go check out that video. Yeah. Cakes, guns. Well, that's their fault. They got to watch it. <laughs> they got to watch it. And so, I mean, and then today you're making up to me, right? You brought me a T-shirt today. You know, it's I've been so busy over the last couple <laughs> days here. Oh, they're so busy. You can't just whip up a t-shirt so overnight. Busy. You can't just whip up a t-shirt. Oh man, it's dead dead. Strikeout number two. Kids are back in school. Yep. I'm so busy, says my co-host. You know, me. I do I did think of this last yeah, night. I I'm did just think joking. Of this. You don't have to make it. Uh, I just... But I do have a hat that right, I bought. Right. And uh I can also make hats. Yeah. But you're not a hat guy. I'm not. I mean, occasionally, you're right. I don't put them on a whole lot. But yeah. Would you wear a mesh hat with the Chris Sims Unbuttoned logo on it? Or is that like dorky to yeah, wear your own logo? I don't logo? know if I would do that. Yeah. I don't know okay. if I would. That might be a little much. I don't think I have quite the 
ego or the cachet it's or whatever tough. to walk around and be like, I'm TV 12 or I'm Air Jordan and, and do that. That's so a, maybe I can't make you a T-shirt. You have to. So I know. You're right. I don't know if I'd actually <laughs> wear it either. It's a very, it's a very valid question. What if I felt so bad? I went home. I told Kathleen. I, would wear it I was like, pod. don't. I would wear it on the pod for sure. I, I don't like, think don't I'm not going to wear it to dinner later that night or anything like that. But I'm, I would wear it on the pod. Definitely, we'd, we'd have to give it a collar and a button. For yeah, you to yeah, do definitely, that. exactly. Uh, we got a lot of good stuff on this podcast. Cool. Our, our last one was really good. I loved it. Yeah. We uh, picked all the over under win totals. You said over or under. You never just said the equal number because it's always point five. You can't even do that. Um, <laughs> but we got more stuff today. We got NFL cut down news. Yep. Uh, we've got some over-unders for the NFC. We'll do the whole NFC side. Yeah, right. And then the playoff predictions. And we'll whittle it down. The bracket will be revealed. The answer key to what will happen in the playoffs this year. That's correct? right. The answer key, everybody. Just pay attention to the last two podcasts and don't even watch the football season. I'm going to tell you everything. <laughs> yeah, just fa- yeah, yeah, you can go right ahead to baseball season yeah, or whatever. Right. You know, just tune into the Super Bowl. Season. Just tune in then. That's one I don't know for sure who's going to win it. But <laughs> You're I know still on the it. fence. You're yeah. still on the fence on who will win that game. You know, Never know. Never 100% know. who's going to be in that. So before we get into the news, we want to tell you once again, oh. we do have a new YouTube page. Mm. It is NFL on NBC. Uh, so we are gaining subscribers here. Thirty-six k? Am I looking? Am I looking 36, at that? Thirty-six thousand. We're making a push here. Picked lately. up four thousand since Monday. Yeah. I credit us. I credit Mike Florio. Right. I do credit Matthew Barry. I think the fantasy news has helped the page as well. I'm sure. He's Matthew a huge Barry star. Is. He is. He's a huge star. I get all my friends and family that are all like, "Oh, Matthew Barry, NFL fantasy news. Nothing's better on NBC right now." I'm yep. like, "Oh, thanks, guys." <laughs> yeah. You go. Yeah. You didn't have to say nothing. Yeah. You just could say it's really good, right? Um, Snoop Dogg still don't know if he's going to be back. Right. So I but saw we're him there. Put him in the on pro- until we hear the word. Until we know for sure. Right. Right. Until we know for sure, no then doubt. we will we will take him off. So if uh, if you haven't signed up, please do so. If your friends uh, are interested in football, fantasy, real stuff, uh, tell them to subscribe to the page because it is all football, no Premier League, which I will be on in about three hours from now. Wow. Doing a little soccer. So you talk. have him busy. Okay. It wasn't total bullshit. Exactly. All See. Right. Who's playing today? Who you got? What's we got on? five games today. Okay, forget it. Our featured Who's game, the Liver- big one? Liverpool, Newcastle. Okay. okay. Coming off their 9-0 victory that got a coach fired. Liverpool? Liverpool won 9-0 last week. Liverpool's Born- got it off to a great start, No, right? no, no the opposite. Wrong. That was it's, their first win. Okay. They had a couple draws. They had a loss. Right. And then they just, boom, busted out, and then Bournemouth fired their coach. So this is the crazy thing. Yeah. The Premier League is crazy when it comes to managers and firings right. because they have 38 weeks right. the whole season. We're four weeks in, gone. One guy's already gone. That's amazing. And it's not highly unusual that that happens. Yeah, no, I know. You're right. It seems like they're not scared to replace it's them. Boom. Without a doubt. Like if a guy lasts two years, that's a long time. Right. Um, but that's neither here nor there. Nope. Let's talk about some NFL. That's not real news. football. Um, cut down day. Yeah. So that's today. Cut down day. Is today? Yeah, today, yesterday. It's it's all going. On. It's not, nothing's over right now. That's where you know people got to understand that that it's just because you have your final fifty three doesn't mean you de- the, the last five guys in the roster they're they're gonna sweat it out until next week because it's still oh wait we found this quarterback that's an upgrade or we found this guy that's you know a little better here you know there's gonna be guys that get cut over the next few days where a team's gonna go oh we're a little light at that position so. You know, we have a, a pretty good semblance of exactly what's going to happen, but it's still like just because the 53 was made yesterday doesn't mean you're definitely on solid ground. Like, look at Pittsburgh. Let's just take that one. Mason Rudolph on the 53. Will he be there as we continue to go? I don't know, but I could also see him getting traded to a team that needs a backup quarterback. And then, okay, now there's a spot open and they bring somebody else in. So there's, there's a lot of moves, I think, that, that, that could be had still like that. Is there anything that happened when you were playing? 
uh, around cut down day that just stands out to you? Well, it's it's a weird day. Um, I mean, I was cut twice in my career, right? And one was in training camp. The other was at the start of OTAs when you get back in the building for workouts, right? So, you know, it's 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 unlike anything you've been a part of. I don't know. I was on a high school football team or a college team where we cut players, right? It was just the more the merrier, and mm-hmm. we'll figure out how to get you some practice and whatever, and you're, just, you're standing on the sideline looking cool. Right. So it's something like as a rookie, I was like, man, like, you know, you don't even know how to act because you're like, hey, yeah, I made the team, woo, you know, but you also can't do that in the locker room. So you have to learn to kind of almost like pay your respects, like somebody's died in the building a little bit. Like, you know, hey, I'm – I'm glad I'm here, but you kind of like head down, go to work because you know there's other people around that are their lives are being ruined or at least being thrown a huge curveball to where they're going to have to maybe uproot and live somewhere else and their relationships. So that's always weird, you know. But my weird one or the ones, you know, the two times that happened to me, you know, after I lose my spleen, you know, they keep me for a year to kind of get healthy. All right, I'm still not healthy yet. It's going into the 2008 season. I'm on the roster. I played in some of the preseason game, but still not my normal self. But did some good things to where there was teams calling to inquire about me and trade and, and all of that. Um, and that was a weird one just because I knew the, I wasn't going to be on the Bucks, but I knew they weren't just going to cut me you know, right away on the first cut and be like, oh, you're out of here. They were going to hold me hostage. And at mm. the time, you know, it was Bruce Allen, Mark Dominic, who was there. Mark Dominic used to work for ESPN, be on TV there. He was kind of the guy who dealt with the communications. I think he was our assistant GM or whatever. And uh, you know, he would call me and keep, keep me up to date. He was, they were great. They were very transparent. That's cool. Like, hey, you know, you're on the roster for right now, but, you know, we have got some calls and, you know, Chris, we're we're gonna let this play out to the twenty fourth hour here. And okay, cool. Thanks, Mark. Thanks for being honest. That's you think, great. You think that's usual or unusual? Well, I think in situations like that, that can be that can be usual. Yes, and and you know, I think the good organizations are very transparent and honest and realize, hey, who knows? This guy might be a free agent in two years, and we actually want him back. Let's not treat him like an asshole, and then he doesn't want to come back because of the way we treated. So I think you know the smart ones do do the right way, and, and nothing happened. Uh, and I became a free agent, and then I kind of went on a tour. You know, I had some teams that back-channeled to me, you know, hey, we'd like to get you, we'd like to trade for you, and I knew I wasn't 100% at the time, and I literally got the word to them, like, don't trade for me. I'm not, I'm not going to be able to help you right away. And as I've told you that story, I went to yeah. Kansas City, I went to New England, I turned down a good amount of money in Kansas City, and I went to Tennessee because I knew I wouldn't be the definite backup. I could be the third stringer a little bit, buy some time to get healthy. Another weird one, the other weird part of that day is like there's the Grim Reaper walking around, right? You know the cut guy, right? I know like people see the mo- like the movies, Major League Baseball, like there's the pink slip in your locker, right? It's a little more personal than that. They don't just like, here's a pink slip, you're out of here, fuck off, right? So there's a guy that you know is going around getting people, right? And you're just, you're just like, he's walking close to your locker and you're like, oh, shit, keep walking. I hope he keeps going. Who is it? What position is that? It's what? usually like a low-level front office guy, you know, or maybe – you know, middle level up front. I shouldn't say low level. Middle of middle yeah. level, maybe low to middle level. Who's going to now bring you up to the GM to give you the final notice? So he's gathering people. He's gathering people one at a time, and usually one at a time. Maybe two, 
but it's never like, hey, five of you guys, you're cut, you're cut, you're cut. Come <laughs> here, let's yeah. hoard you up there. Could it be the, you know, hey, you made the team conversation or oh, no? No, well, you, well, it, no, no, you usually know. not. You know. usually not. <clears throat> and sometimes you see him walk away and he leaves the locker room. And you're like, oh yeah, I made it, I made it. And then he's back in a few minutes later and you're like, yeah. oh shit, I hope I made it. He should announce so, to people. He goes, I'm going to be down here three yeah. more times. Well, you start to know, and then he, you know, and what happened with me in Denver? It wasn't a training camp cut, but it was an off season cut where I knew the guy that was doing that. He had already gotten one or two guys, and I was I thought I was fine, right? I, I was like, oh, they're not going to cut me yet, even though I didn't do anything special the year before. Um, and I was in the training room, and I turned around, and he was there with his clipboard, and I just – he didn't even have to say anything to me. Oh. He looked at me, and I went, oh, really? Man. Oh, man. Yeah, and that was, that was a heartbreaker, you know? You're fighting tears. I'm just – Got a young daughter, right? Got a little boy on the way, and you're just going, "Oh shit, what's next? What's going to happen here?" So that that's always uh, that's not easy. But again, they handled it. The Broncos. That was Josh McDaniels, Brian Zanders, who worked for the Los Angeles Rams. Now they couldn't have been better in how they handled it, but it's it's just never easy. I think that's one of the parts of you know you, you think of an athlete and the glamorous life and all that stuff. That's a small percentage of professional athletes, yes, right? For right. for for most, they're year to year. It's right? year to year, exactly. More right. than you'd think. More than you'd think are year to year. Very much so. I mean, unless you've done really special play. For a two to three year consistency, okay, that'll buy you maybe two, three years, but that's about it. You know, I don't care who you are, you're gonna have to deal with some crap. I mean, just actually talking about this a little bit of Florio today. John Elway been to three Super Bowls. It's 1992. Nobody you would talk to in the history of football wouldn't say John Elway is one of the five best quarterbacks in football. He's in year nine of his career. They go, oh, we're gonna draft Tommy Maddox. He had a down year. We're not sure what he's gonna be. We haven't been to the Super Bowl in two years, right? Me, myself, it's Brad Johnson won the Super Bowl. Two years later, I'm breathing down his neck to be the starter in the same, you know, with the 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 uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and get a ch- and I get a chance to start that year and, and supplant him that way. So yeah, it's it's never Tom Brady won three Super Bowls, lost two. Here he is and. Whoa, then he's lost, you know, lost to the Giants in the second Super Bowl, lost an AFC championship game, lost an AFC championship game, and they went, I don't think he's got magic anymore. Let's go draft Jimmy Garoppolo. And then they shitty and lose to Kansas City, and then it's on to Cincinnati, and he was like, fuck you, fuck everybody, I'm throwing lasers everywhere. And he reacted the right way to the pressure there yeah so no no free passes to your point that's that's really interesting yeah. to, to hear all that stuff it kind of humanizes the whole thing and since you brought up jimmy garoppolo we yeah. talked a lot about him uh, last time and this is from robert babcock says you got your wish for jimmy g was that a birthday present from your pal kyle so you talked about exactly what happened i, I got yeah i got lucky listen i, I you know and i'm not going to sit here and say i'm not sure damas i would think that there was a lot of smart people in football having that same thought i yeah. thought you know it was the right football decision and and you know as i said like all oh, i was i wanted to tweet it out like right after the game or the next morning. But I was like, if I do it, then it's people are going to take it and they're going to get to talk about it before I talk about it. Oh, yeah. Right? I was a little worried about that. 
So when I saw we were going to talk about it on the Monday show, I was like, yes, here's I'm going to lay it out there. And yeah, little... that's exactly what happened. Maybe for even less money than we were yeah, I did what I anticipating, right. but it is the most money for a backup now. Yeah. Um, so you mentioned it before. Jimmy Garoppolo was breathing down the neck of uh, Tom Brady. Then he becomes a starter. Now he's breathing down the neck of Trey Lance. It's yes. all, like happening uh, all over again here. Right. Different circumstances, though. Uh, you talked about this a little bit with uh, Mike Florio the other day, um, but but let's kind of this sets up an, uh, a strange situation. Yeah. But as you laid out. It makes perfect sense yep. for a 49ers team that might not be totally sold on Trey Lance and what they've seen so far. Right. And they have a roster that's ready to win right now. That's and right. And have Jimmy Garoppolo, who's won on this roster, taking him to a Super Bowl. Right. It's just going to be fascinating how it all plays out. And yeah. I think the key thing is how many bad games does Trey Lance get? Yeah, I hear you. And, and I, I don't think the leash is going to be short. I, I don't think that. I think they're going to give him time. I don't think they're going to look at it. Like, like I could, as long as they're winning – I think the leash will be pretty good. Even if it's like, wow, they're they're four and two and he hasn't played very good. I think they're gonna go, okay, we're gonna stay with this and keep building and you know, I I would hope that there's, you know, improvements along those lines. Right? But, you know, if it's two and four and he's also not playing well, then I think that changes things. I don't think it's gonna be we get done with the first two weeks of the year or the first three weeks of the year, no matter how it shakes out. I don't think he gets yanked then. But we get to week four, week five, week six, and if it's not good, plus the win-loss record's not good, then you might have to go, you know what, hey, we got to throw the guy back in. He's not ready yet. we got to – he's not. I'm sorry. And we do have a Super Bowl team, and Jimmy G is good, and we know can lead us that way. And I think added to that conversation too, Ahmed, that, you know, you, know, you said all the right things there. But also, let's, let's just – I mean, Trey Lance, he played twice last year and got hurt both times. It, that, so that's got to be on their mind too. You know, just can you trust them from that standpoint? No, I don't think they do from a lot of standpoints quite yes. They believe in him. They're going to try to make it work. And that's the thing that they're going to have to continue to convey to the media. And I know Shanahan talked and he did a great job yesterday. And this is why Shanahan's awesome. You know, the fact that he's kept this situation together, one of the rarest situations we've seen over the last 15 or 20 years in the NFL speaks to his ability to communicate and be real with players to let them know where they stand to where they're not bitter like I was talking about where they go, you bullshitted me and lied to me. And now, yeah, it might make sense to me to stay here, but you're an asshole and I don't want to, so I'm going to get out of here, right? It, so that you got to give Kyle Shanahan a lot of credit for that. He's been, the, yeah, uh, yes. he, I'm sorry to interrupt. No, but he's, been, he's been real to himself, too. I mean, about himself. And like this is an embarrassing situation for the 49ers, really, it, when right, you look at it. Sure. Trade two first-round picks. Right. You trade up for a guy who is not quite ready yet here. Right. Um, that's embarrassing it for is, a lot of teams. Tough. Exactly right. A lot of teams would just try to push through, right. and not admit and let their ego get in the way. And now exactly. they're, not, they're not admitting a total mistake yet. Yeah. But they've 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 you've said that there's issues here. Yeah. He's not quite where they, they need to be. Exactly right. He's saying that you know point blank. He's saying it if you read between the lines. But also where he's special and what he'll do. And he kind of alluded this to him to what he said yesterday in his little his little presser is that he's there's way more evidence of we believe in Trey Lance than not and I think he's got to continue to to show Trey Lance that listen we've done this this and this this and we're trying to throw this guy overboard and blah 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 so we believe in you it's it's there but it doesn't mean you just get like what do they say carte blanche right yeah right you don't just get that I mean fucking nobody gets that unless you're just the absolute man right I mean Mahomes Allen Brady 
I mean, that's who we're talking about. Rodgers. Okay, yeah, they, they do. But that's like the greatest players in the league. So uh, that, that's they're being careful. And, and I know he's honest with Lance, and yeah. he'll continue to prop him up the right way. The regular season might even be easier than the preseason in a lot of ways because now you're going to get the Shanahan tricks. You know, I'm sure Shanahan wasn't trying to game plan too much for these preseason games, and he's going to have that aspect too. So, you know, hopefully he can come along slowly and they can win games while they're doing that and they don't get in that situation. It'll be beneficial for Trey Lance if he sees this as a little fire. You know, I've got to step up my game. You talked about that with Mike, and and that, that can happen. Where it could be bad for him is not not if he can't handle that, I think, but if you know some of these young quarterbacks, where's the next step going to come from? Where's that jump? Where's that progression? You know, mistake, mistake, bad game, bad game. Ooh, it was game number five, or it was game number six where he turned a corner. It's is he going to get as many opportunities as another young quarterback? No, would get, I know. Right, that's well, where that's where it could hurt. Trey you're Lance. right. It's where it does hurt. It, that's where it hurts to be on a good team, because Zach Wilson, Trevor Lawrence on the Jags or the Jets last year. You know, I've seen people try to make that comparisons, but I, I got to go, people, come on. Those teams, nobody fucking thought they were going to be worth a shit last year. So they were willing to go, okay, we lost a game because of the quarterback. Ha, huh, we lost another one because of the quarterback. He's young. He's stupid. He made bad decisions. He made bad throws. Okay. You know, when you get drafted by the good team and you're in this situation, you know, you have more of a duty as a head coach. You can't take those lumps. You're doing a disjustice, an injustice to your team, your owner, and every your fan base because, whoa, we got a Super Bowl team here. I'm not just going to keep taking lumps to prove the quarterback's the right way when the right. rest of the team is the right way. And I think that's where, it, it, to your point, hurts them a little bit. It's going to be fascinating to see how that works out there. You were not that high on Trey Lance coming out of college nope. in the draft rankings. You were higher on a previous quarterback. Kellen Mond, yeah. who was just cut by the mm-hmm. Minnesota Vikings. Benny is a jet, says Chris had Kellen Mond ranked pretty high. Are you surprised the Vikings cut him so soon? I am surprised. There's no there's no question I am. Um, I didn't think the preseason play was that bad to be cut. Now, hey, when you're in a new regime that maybe didn't believe in you, things like this can happen. They cut a lot of those draft picks, didn't they? They, they, did, they definitely did. So it's just... You know, and again, not to say it was stellar. I didn't sit back and go, oh, wow. I mean, I know, you know, the, the Raiders game, he did a few good things and made a few good throws, but I kept going, man, let it go. Throw it. You have this strong arm, and every ball is trying to be touched into a spot. You know, the, the next week, there was a little bit more of an aggressive throwing, and but he had an interception where, you know, he got hit kind of as he was throwing and didn't feel the pocket the right way. They threw a really bad interception at the end of the game to where obviously he fell out of the trust tree with them. You know, Nick Mullen, because he's played, he's been coached by good people, he's like your perfect backup to hold down the fort for two, three games. But Mond, you know, I'm still surprised just because I I still watch him and see high-end talent. I do. You know, now, can he put it together? I don't know. And like I said, I was was a little surprised. I'm not going to lie. I thought he would make the football team, uh, but they didn't see it that way. And and, and that's the last part of this, Amen. Is that's where I just I wonder if there's more. I just wonder if there's you know Zimmer didn't seem to really like him, and here's another staff where I go listen like listen he's definitely got more talent. I'm yeah. totally confident of that than a lot of backups in football where I could just go look at this throw, look at this throw, and look at this backups throw, and you tell me who the hell's better. Yeah. But so that that's where my mind goes, and I'm not trying to 
I don't know no, anything, we don't but know. I hear you. So Pete notes here they yeah. cut six of their 11 draft picks from the 2021 draft yeah. yesterday. Right. So, right. I mean, this is 2021 draft. I mean, they just cut half those guys yesterday, which is crazy. It is. Um, we, and we don't know. We don't know Kellen Mond. All I do know, and I, you don't want to take too much away from interviews that you see or things that they have done, but you, you got to talk to Kellen Mond. And uh, like, I don't want to. I don't want to make too there much was the about one anything thing that bothered us a little. I know a little bit. He there. There were some excuses. There. There seemed there to be a placing chip, of blame. Placing of blame where it was not upon himself. Right. right? He mm-hmm. was. He was blaming others for not seeing his good qualities. Right. Um, Why is this guy getting so much? You know, hype around him. I've done this. Yes. Right. I hear you. And I that, that and not that it was like I, I, the only reason I bring it up is because it was noteworthy to me at the time. I agree. I was like, oh, that's a little unusual. I, it is. It is exactly right. And I, I, my mind went to the same place. You know, is is that right when he got cut? That's what I thought, and that's why I kind of brought that up. Just you know, again, I don't know. I haven't heard rumors right. or anything like that. But when I just go, man, a third round talent with a guy that's pretty good athlete. We saw him run around in the preseason a little bit. We saw he throws a perfect spiral almost every throw. He can make every throw. Like, I just when that kind of stuff happens, I just go. There's got to be more to the story here. You know, I, I don't know what it is, but it just it made me wonder. And that interview did come up in my brain too. We'll see where he uh, catches on here because yeah. uh, another team will give him a shot out there in yeah. the NFL. Another young quarterback that is impressed is Malik Willis, and he is in our segment called "Time for Buy or Sell." It's a segment called "Time for Buy or Sell." Presented by eBay Motors. Or just buy or sell, or is it time for buy or sell? <laughs> I think it's a segment we like to call, it is time for buy or sell. From this point forward, that's what we're going to have to call it. Uh, Malik Willis, yeah. you've liked what you've seen a mm-hmm. lot. He was your number two ranked quarterback uh, coming out of college this past year. He has flashed some of that ability in the uh, in the preseason. So buy or sell, Malik Willis will start games this year in Tennessee. Mm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sell that notion. Mm. I am. You know, again, I mean, we're barring no injury from Ryan Tannehill, right? But I'm, I'm going to sell the fact that he'll start games if Tannehill stays healthy. But let me just say this. Like, more than, more than impressed with Malik Willis and what he did in the preseason. I lo- Malik Willis is much wa- must-watch TV to me. And he has big-time talent, and we saw improvements through the preseason in the areas we needed to see it. To where... Yeah, okay, I'm selling that he won't start a game there this year unless Tannehill gets injury, injured. But I'm buying that he is totally the quarterback of the future, and I'm buying that they almost have to go to the Super Bowl for him not to be the quarterback of the football team next year. I'll say that for sure. There's just, what don't you like about the guy? He's a man. He's got all these different arm angles. His arm is crazy strong. He can throw with touch. He can throw with weird, awkward angles. His running is better than I even thought. It's elite running. It's elite. And it's like natural and as far as how to set up blockers and everything that way. Not super fast. Not super Not fast. Not the fastest guy on the field. No, but, but fast enough and powerful enough. And the change of direction is so good and so smooth that, yeah, I don't know if he runs 4-5. It's probably low 4-6s, somewhere in that range. But because of the way he can accelerate and change directions and kind of break arm tackles and then reaccelerate, it makes it seem like he's faster than that. And I just, I just love, I love, he's, I loved everything about him this offseason. I mean, this preseason. I mean, really did. And then I also want to just say on top of that, like what Vrabel did with him, special. Vrabel, 
the amount of reps they got him in all three games, wow. I mean, I would think he threw the ball and played more than any of the rookie quarterbacks. Vrabel, you know, made a point, sat him down, right, in game one to kind of humble him. You know, they made a point of, hey, we're going to make you throw in the pocket and be that and, you know, don't look to run. And, man, he's, he's eating it up too. He's grading I'm B-minus for this. I can't rely on him. He understands the coaching, it sounds like, the message he's getting. So, yeah, I look at it and go, damn, the, the Tennessee Titans got their, their, their next Steve McNair. And, and in a lot of ways, I go, I, I think his arm's better than Steve McNair. And I think his, wow. he's actually his running is more gifted than Steve McNair. And I don't say that lightly. I know McNair is a hell of a player. I'm not trying to say he's him yet. But I just go, man, that legend, this guy looks like he could be legendary too. The way you talk about him and the fact that you say he's probably not going to start this year and the way you talk about Trey Lance, and he is the starter this year. I know. That's, I mean, who, I know it's weird. It seems right? like you have more confidence in Malik Willis long term than Trey Lance. I do, I do. There's no doubt. The one thing I've always said about Malik Willis is, I his motion. He's a natural, God given thrower, and that's what I never have seen with Trey Lance. You know, and, and maybe I'm a guy that puts a little too much into that at times. Maybe that's why I had Kellen Mond a little over Justin Fields, but I'm wrong. I mean, wrong, and gonna be wrong, and that ain't ever gonna get fixed. So, but. I just see this this kid where I just go, it doesn't matter. Rock, baseball, you know, whatever, th- anything that he can fit in his hand and throw it, he's going to be one of the best of it around. It's, it is a truly special arm, and it's very natural to him. And then, you know, he's got a flair for the dramatics and, you know, just got all the talent around it. So, yeah, I'm, I'm very excited about what I saw from him. That was a segment we like to call Time for Buy or Sell, presented by <laughs> eBay Motors. You might not have the biggest garage, but with eBay Motors, you always have 122 million parts for your car right at your fingertips. eBayMotors.com. Let's ride. Let's ride, baby. Think they're going to get an email now? Yeah, Pete's uh, going to get an email and be like, no. No. eBay, eBay on the line. It's just by yourself. Yeah, that they're yeah, Pete's gonna get that email and then um they're gonna get then they're gonna get another email from Russell Wilson and be like, No, that's my line. Let's ride. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? How dare you steal that from us? Yeah, yeah touche, right? <laughs> we're all we're all uh we're all bad here. Uh all right, let's a couple more quick hitters here and then yep. we'll move on to our over under win totals. I got a trade. The Eagles traded with the Saints for defensive back Chauncey Gardner Johnson. Uh Philadelphia gets him and a 2025 seventh round pick. New Orleans gets a 2023 round five pick and a 2024 round six pick. What do you make? Well, it's a big time trade. The guy's a hell of a football player. And I got to think, you know, the Saints, they they probably did not want to do this. But Chauncey Gardner Johnson has got traded for one reason. Last year of his contract, and he wants to be paid. And, And rightly so. He's one of the best nickel safety nickel type of guys in all of football. He is. He is special that way. And let alone not only his coverage ability, but can tackle too to where you go, oh, if they run the toss sweep over there to the third receiver side, he, you don't, he's not like a, some corner that's just looking to like, oh, I, I just hope he goes down or something. He comes up and hits you. So uh, that to me where the Saints, I go, oh, man. I mean, and the Saints have you know, pretty good depth in their secondary to where I think they probably evaluated it. Wait, wait, we're not going to be able to pay this guy, so we're not going to be able to keep him. Let's make a move right now and do this. And for Philly, it just it puts their secondary over the top where I just go, wow. I mean, yeah, again, this is a guy that's safety nickel, and you just look at it and go, 
special guy that they're going to be able to match up with just about any receiving core in football, let alone have a good pass rush to go along with it. So, you know, from that aspect, it was a big time under the radar kind of trade where, you know, I don't think every Joe Smith who's just barely paying attention to football is going to know this, but you're going to go and go, well, it's kind of a big loss for the Saints, huge gain for the Eagles and a continuation of this unbelievable roster they have right now there in Philadelphia. It could factor in to my uh, my playoff teams in the Ooh. NFC. It could factor Ooh. in here. We'll see. Uh, one more before we get to that. Yeah. Uh, they're talking about the Steelers quarterback situation here. And this is from Aaron Kreppel. Are the Steelers manufacturing stats for Kenny Pickett to cover his inability to throw downfield? I don't think that's the case. I don't. I, I understand it. I know Trubisky, you know, was pushing the ball down the field more, certainly. You know, let's not forget, Trubisky was playing with the first-team guys and had guys that were a little more explosive at his disposal to throw the ball down the field, right? So that's the first thing I would say to that. And then it goes on naturally with the rookie anyways. It just, hey, these are the plays he's good at, right? You know, we don't want to necessarily do things that are overly complicated let's just let's stay in his wheelhouse and with the way they played it is in his wheelhouse yeah he doesn't have the greatest arm in the world it's not like oh wow but his arm is not that much less than Mitchell Trubisky's it's not like where you go oh we got to change the offense Kenny Pickett's in no I think Pickett is comfortable he's accurate he knows how to read the field and do that he had to get the ball out of his hands short a few times because he had just unbelievable pressure on him too so let's not forget that some of the plays where he threw the ball short you know he's going to have people open downfield but he can't wait on it so he's off his back foot to the back off his back foot to the shallow cross guy and whatever else so uh, you know again do they want to make him look good yes of course and are they going to run plays that they know he's comfortable with them yes of course but I don't think this is a case of oh Pickett's in let's let's go to the short passes game plan I don't I don't think so not at all it's almost and it's, like baby steps exactly, baby exactly steps. right baby steps comfort zone hey we added this in you know and he's passing all the tests I still think we're going to see Mitch Trubisky as a starting quarterback. I know they haven't named it yet, but would be shocked. You know, again, preseason game number three was Mitch Trubisky starting and playing most of the first half, if not all the first half. He started every game. He's done nothing to not, you know, look think good. Right. Look good. And then he also you take it into training camp. I mean, he's got 95% of the first team reps. So I know they haven't made the statement yet because I think Tomlin's probably like, you know, fuck all this quarterback talk. Let's just focus on the Bengals week one so we don't have the media in here telling our team all this different crap. And he's just trying to keep the focus there. But I think, you know, you'll hear it's Trubisky here soon. He's like, I got a streak of no losing seasons to keep yeah, going Yeah, we got to stay focused. Screw this quarterback talk. Right. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then to twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Uh, let's get into NFC win total talk. Okay. Now, we'll go through every division here. We'll take a look at uh, who's favored, and then we'll look at the over-under, and we'll see if Chris thinks it's over or under, and then I will wait to the end, and I'll give you my playoff teams, and then Chris will pick a Super Bowl champion Yes, at the end. You're here. not going to pick a Super Bowl champion? 
I will, too. All right, I'll good. do that, you too. You better. Fuck up, Bart. I'm going to put my neck on A-line or A-line. the line, as Ooh. we talked about mm, last time. Mm. Either one. Yep. I'll start in the NFC East. This, I like this part, too. We look at the odds of who uh, who Vegas thinks right now is the favorite, and Vegas believes in both the Cowboys and the Eagles equally. They're both plus 145. you got the Commanders there at plus 600, the Giants at plus 700. So let's start at the Cowboys because they, they had 12 wins last year. They're actually projected to get more wins. So I guess these books have to talk to each other if they have the same odds to win the division title. But yet the Cowboys are at 10.5, had 12 wins last year. They were the three seed in the NFC, 10.5 over under. I'm going under here. I'm going under. You know, I don't see 11 or 12. And they're, they're, I could see 10 maybe. I think realistically, kind of, you know, as I go through it, I, I, I feel like I could see like a 9-8 and eight football team here. Their team didn't get better this offseason. I don't you know where any area you can look at and go, oh, it got better. All right? So there's concerns there, right? You know, receivers are less than. Ezekiel Elliott is a year older. Offensive line with no Tyrone Smith is not going to be as good as we want it to be. D-line, we're no Randy Gregory, and we're hoping Dante Fowler is a good guy off the edge. I like their secondary and linebackers. They're really good there. They got depth and talent, so I like that. But I don't see them being as good as last year. I don't. As much as I respect Dak Prescott and think he's a top 10 quarterback in the league, you know, they'll be dangerous, and I know this with the Cowboys too. You know, They're one of those teams where you think, oh, man, is our offense and defensive line going to be as good? But they're one of those teams like we talk about with the Steelers having the eye for the receiver position. The, the Cowboys have an eye for big people. They, they are very good at that to where you go, oh, I didn't. You know, this guy down their depth chart last year, here he is a second teamer now, and he's a damn good player. They, they, they always seem to have a few that come up the ranks where you go, oh, I didn't know much about this guy. So that's where, you know, I don't want to count them out totally here, but I certainly don't think they're going to be as good, and I'm going under all the way. Under on the 10.5. So I have a feeling here, and we've already talked a little bit about the rosters, excluding the quarterback yeah. last time. You're yeah, going you know. to be high on the Eagles. Uh-huh. So they're 9.5. They had nine wins last year. They just squeaked into the playoffs. And then once they got into the playoffs, they had wished they had not gotten into the playoffs because the Bucks just destroyed them. But it's a new year. Got some uh, great draft picks, some big dudes up front. 9.5 for the Eagles. Over, 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 Confidently over. over. W- yes. I, I just I think the Eagles are going to be one of the best teams in the NFC. Wow. Yes. I just I I love Nick Sirianni. You know, I like their defense. Gannon coaching that side of the ball. I you know they got support staff of assistant coaches that I like. And then like you're talking about the roster's real. And yeah, I I I worry about Jalen Hurts if the run game or they can't play a stock. Can he dice you up passing the ball? Yeah, sure. But there's only a few teams in football that I think I would really worry about that. And he's gotten better. I mean, I just I like the way he looked in the preseason. And I know he's a worker. And he's, you know, unflappable that way. And then you look at their schedule, okay? And, again, the NFC East has got the NFC North and the AFC South, which is two pretty favorable divisions, really. But look at the first six games, Ahmed. Yeah. Is there, like – legitimately a team on that there right there. And again, I know this is on paper, everybody, but there's not a team in the first six weeks that has the same roster as the Eagles. So I, I go, they have a chance here to get off to an incredible start. They really do. Their roster's better than the Lions and Vikings. I'm not even going to hesitate. It's better than the commanders. 
You know I like the Jaguars and their, their young talent, but it's better than them, and they're more battle-tested. The Cardinals, okay, hey, that, at Arizona, that's going to be tough. We know the Cowboys will be tough, but I still look at it and go all the way through and go, the Eagles are rosters better. I don't even second-guess it or think about it. And then the Steelers in Week 8 and the Texans in Week 9, and then the Commanders again, where I just I can look at this and go, they could be nine games in, and if you told me the Eagles were 7-2, and two, I'd go, yeah, 8-1, and 7-2. and two. I wouldn't be shocked at all. So that's where I'm a, I'm a believer in, in them and, and everything on their roster and what they're doing. It is good to look at the schedule, too, because you, know, you look at some of these divisions, and you play each team in your division twice. A lot of these divisions, you go, wow, that's a well-rounded division. Wow, that's a well-rounded division. This division, you just mentioned the Commanders and the Giants. You know, trying to make that next step. I don't know if they're quite there yet. Uh, yeah, no, I know, right? So you have those. You have those teams. You have a division that, in a lot of ways, you, to your point, you're right, is is not all that impressive. And then you have clearly the best roster and the team that was, you know, the biggest scare to you, like we were just talking about the Cowboys. You know, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure you agree with me. They're, they don't look quite the same. So that's that's where I, I just look at it and go, it sets up very nice for Philly and Sirianni. Their team, what they've done with the team in the offseason, it's, it's all been A-plus. So I, I've been very impressed with that. Their ex-quarterback is over in Washington now. Yeah. Carson Wentz trying to lead the commanders into the playoffs. Their over-under is 7.5. They were 7-10 and 10 last year. 7.5 for the commanders. Yeah, this, this is a tough one as far as, like, I could, the commanders are a team where I, I don't have great feel for. There is some talent. I mean, the receivers, the quarterback – you know, the D-line. That's almost the troubling thing is they have talent, but where was the, the defense last year? I know there was an injury in Chase Young, but I know. The defense was no question about it. You know, there's no question. It's, it's, and that'll be a thing to watch out. I don't love their secondary. I don't look at that. Their linebackers, I don't love that either. You know, and then I think the other thing that scares me a little is their offensive line. So, hey, I look at it early on, and hey, can they definitely beat the Jaguars and the Lions to get going and beat 2-0? and We'll see. Maybe if they if they can definitely go two and zero there, you know, and then they have a stretch of games that's pretty tough, but it gives them a chance. All right, but I think if you're going to make me choose one of the other here, I'm going to go with the under. And you are the guns to my head again. It's the whole point. You of, it's the whole gun. point of doing this. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going in the under. Yeah. You know, I, uh, could I see them maybe going eight nine or nine and ten or nine and eight? Yeah, certainly, but uh, I'm going to choose the under here with, like, the seven. I'm going to go with the seven-game win season, seven-win season. Like you say, there are things that you like about the football team, right? The talent's there. Yeah. They found ways to win last year with Taylor Heineke. Uh, Maybe who knows how much he'll play. You never know if the backup quarterback will get in there. He's still around there. Is he the backup still? Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah him so and Sam Howell. All right, so you're going under there. I am, and they're they're a tough one. I mean, they are one of those teams that I would say, like, you know, put a mark next to you and go, maybe they could be a – Surprise, and of course, Wentz is a question too. It's th- third system and three sure. years here, and you know, it's there's a lot of pressure on him in this situation. And now we get to your New York Giants. Seven point five is the over under here. They won four games last year. Pete, is that that's the real over under? There's got to be a lot of big New York dumb money in Vegas yeah. bet on them or is something. Is that not just Pete wishful thinking here? It's just like, <laughs> I think we got seven and a half in us. Yeah, Pete inflation. Yeah, Pete inflation is going on here with the Giants. 7.5. Well, that's easy. That's an easy under. It's definitely an under. That's right. You know, I, I look at it and go, man, if they were 6 and 11 or 7 and 10, it's a win. You know, just then things are going in the right direction. 
but I don't see, I don't see the, the the talent on this roster just sit here and go, oh yeah, we're back in it, Big Blue. We're eight and nine. We're nine and eight, and in the playoff, you know, conversation the last two weeks of the season. I don't think we're there yet. No, you know. And again, the Titans to start the year, you know, it's the games that are like the fifty fifty games where they they make the difference. For them, you know, the Panthers week two. Panthers have more talent on their team throughout, you know, but they're unproven and young in a lot of ways and a new quarterback. Like, can they steal that game? Can they steal a week four game against the Bears, right? It's those games I look at because they're certainly, you know, not as talented as the Titans, the Cowboys, the Packers, the Ravens, you know, some of the teams that got down the, down the stretch. I do look at week seven through 13 and just go, they can make a run there with the Jaguars, the Seahawks, the Texans, the Lions, right? You know, the Cowboys, the Commanders. Again, I know this is all hyperbole and we'll see, but those are all teams that, you know, for the most part, I feel pretty confident that, you know, are middle of the road at best to where, you know, can the Giants steal a few of those games? Can they go on a run? And then all of a sudden we do look up and go, holy crap, I think they are going to get eight wins this year. But I'm, I'm going in the under here. I'm a little surprised with the 7.5. All right, under with your Giants there. So you got under for the Cowboys, over for the Eagles, under for the Commanders. Under for the Giants as we keep track here. Make sure it all uh, checks out yeah, mathematically. Yeah, gotta check out. Gotta check, check out, out mathematically here. Uh, moving on to the NFC North now. My Detroit Lions division uh, that has been dominated by the Packers in recent history and and not even just so recent history. Uh, they won 13 games last year, so let's check out the odds. I'm sure they are the heavy favorite. They might be the heaviest favorite. Oh, we don't have the odds for that one right now. Okay, all right. Hold on. Hey, hold we'll, your horses we'll, hey, we'll there. Wait, we'll, hey, we'll wait for it. Do we just <laughs> sit here in silence? silence. Uh, Pete, the Packers are the favorite, though, right? You can tell me that. Yeah, they, they are, are the favorite, heavy yeah. favorite here. Right. Um, we're efforting the, the odds for them. So they won 13 games last year. We're the top seed in the NFC. Uh, got to the playoffs. We all saw how that went, though. 11 and a half. 11 and a half is their win total. Um, they won 13 games the last, what, three years in a row. We got the odds. They are back. I filibustered there long enough. Not that I needed to. Uh, Packers minus 160. Vikings plus 225. Lions plus 900. Bears plus 1,500. So, yep, Packers overwhelming favorite. The question is, will they win more than 11 and a half games? I mean, this Vegas has got this one right on the money. Because I don't see 14 and 3 or 13 and 4 happening. I'm going to go the under here, too. Wow. Yeah. But, like, again, I clarify it. Like, 11 and 6 or 10 and 7 and lost some, lost some heartbreakers. You know, I, in my heart of hearts and what I wrote down, I wrote, you know, to me, I think they're an 11 and 6 ish type of football team. I'll tell you right now, they're only underdogs in two of their games. Yes. Right now. Right. Week three at Tampa, week eight at Buffalo. They're favored. In every other game, mm, I you know I, I you know the Titans on the schedule, the Rams late in the year in L.A. at Miami late in the year. You know I think you know again those are New England in Week Four with that defense and your you know not so proven wide receivers and company there. Yeah, you know, I guess I'm a little bit of like I got to see it to believe it here with the new offense, the new guys. I know Rodgers is going to be damn good. I do know that. I know their O line's good. It's still the league is set up right now to tear people apart in the passing game. And I, I don't know if they can just tear people apart. Their defense, it does look like it's going to be damn good. I guess it's, I'm a little bit of like, I'd like to see it or believe it. If, I, if they start off 4 0, then I'm going to be wrong. And they're going to be 12 and 5 or 13 and 4 or something mm. like that. But I don't think, I don't sit here and go, 
You know, one, Minnesota to start the year at Minnesota with a new coaching staff to me is scary. It always is scary. You're always at a disadvantage when you're going against the new coaching staff because you go, I don't know exactly what they're going to do. Like, what's their guy's M.O.? He's been an assistant somewhere. You know, O'Connell and and the defensive coordinator have been not the play callers for their defensive. So now they're playing play. You don't know exactly. That can be tough. And then we know playing in Minnesota is tough. But, like – yeah, I mean, if they go 4-0, I go, oh, well, I'm going to be wrong. But but I certainly can see losing to Tampa and New England and be sitting here going, oh, they're 2-2. Two and two. Hey, the lights are off, lights baby. Are out. Set in the mood. <laughs> Set in the mood. What's going How, on here, I guess Pete? I spoke bad against Aaron Rodgers. And, <laughs> he goes, and, shut off and the they, lights. They struck. Yeah. There oh, it they're goes. Back. The they're lights back. are back. Um, see, everything comes back. We get the odds eventually. Yeah. The lights will come back on. Mm-hmm. This is great. But I'm going under. I'm okay. going under, and I guess there's a part of me that's playing the angle of it's three years in a row of awesome thirteen and three type of seasons, and I'm just gonna say, okay, it's you, you get worn out, yeah, and you haven't got there yet, and man, so I just I guess I'm seeing I'm gonna say there's a little bit of a drop off in Green Bay, clearly in the playoffs, yep. but just a little bit of a drop off. So in that discussion, you mentioned the Minnesota Vikings, the new regime coming in here, and they are a team that did pop up a few times when. I was doing the the whole roster thing, best roster. Some of those position groups on defense, I, linebacker, right. it's like, uh-huh. oh, that's pretty good. I Vikings, know. no doubt. Running back, oh, that's pretty good. Right. Um, and so they do have some talent on that team in Minnesota. They won eight games last year. They were eight and nine. 9.5 is the over-under for the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. I, you know, there's, I'm going under here. Okay. I'm definitely going under. I, I am with you, too. If there's a dark horse team that I'm not going to put in the playoffs where you'd go, oh, I think maybe this could be one of them. This, the Vikings are one of them. But I think when I, what, what bothers me a little bit is, you're right, there's some splash in the roster. But I don't know if there's enough steak and potatoes. I think that's what, what bothers me. And maybe a little bit's going to depend on how dominant the, the offensive line is in the run game. But I think the defense is still where I look at it and go, you know, uh, secondary, eh, I don't think they're ready for prime time quite yet. Linebackers, definitely impressive there. And Kendricks is still a, a baller. Defensive line, you know, there's a little different look to them. There's a little more size-oriented. But I don't sit there and go, oh, wow. Mm. Other than Daniil Hunter, I don't go any guy and go, oh, man, he's going to be a real handful. I like respect to Dalvin Thompson in the middle. Like he's going to, I know, clog up some running lanes. But it's not at the point of his career or or at the type of player where I go, oh, this is like Chris Jones. You better double team him every play or something right. like that, right? So that's where I just go under. And then again, where as much as I'm excited about them and their new coaching staff, these are guys that really haven't had to call the plays or do that. This is going to be new to them too. This is not like Sean McVay or Shanahan who've been calling plays and now are the head coaches. These are guys that are underneath these guys and now oh wait I gotta do it now I haven't done it I've been a part of the process of making the donuts but now I gotta like deliver the donuts and make sure everybody thinks they're delicious and all that and I'm not sure on that I gotta see it a little first there yeah you know Zadarius Smith what do we expect from him I'm just not sure there either you know he's one of those guys where if he has this great year you go oh okay the defense is better than I thought it was gonna be but so I, I guess that's where I stand with them. But I'm right. going to go under here with them for sure. That makes sense. I've never heard the donut analogy before. Have, we, have, have you well, used that before? Well, I, I think I have every now and then. Because remember when we were waking up, it was time to make the donuts? 
Do you remember that Duck and Donuts commercial? Oh, yes. Right? Yep. Time to Time make, to the, make donuts. the donuts. The guy with the bald head yeah, yeah. and the mustache and all yeah. that, right? It's like he's the guy that makes the donuts. Yeah, he's the guy that makes the donuts. His assistant? Right. If you throw him there? He knew he'd help them make the batter and everything, yeah. but he'd never had to actually bake it and put the frosting on and the sprinkles and... And do it. Has he even grown a mustache before? Exactly we don't know. Right. We right. don't know. And He's then, trying he, that you for know, the first time. how you deliver them is important with a smile on your face. And, like, <laughs> you give the guy, oh, this yeah. is good. Look at this guy. He's confident in how he gives it to me. I don't know about that yet. Takes a couple years yeah, to takes figure out how to deliver the donuts. <laughs> <That's> funny. <laughs> I like that. All right. So, under on the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, well, man, we might go under on this whole division here. Now that <laughs> the I whole look conference? At it. Uh, yeah. The whole conference <laughs> I'm going under here. I know. we got to make sure this math. No, it, the math works out because you have the Eagles going 17 and 0. So, that'll <laughs> Covered a lot of these unders here. Uh, Lions, they were 313-1 last year. Uh, six and a half is their over-under. That's a little aggressive. That's doubling their win total and then some to go the over. They should be better. I hope you're going to say over, but I don't know. I'm right on the fence with them. I'm My sure. heart wants to say over all the way. Thank you. Right? It really does. And my brain wants to say over except for one guy. And you know who that is. And I know you wore your Detroit Lions blue today for this. But I just, yeah, I mean, to me in those 50-50 games where, as you hear me say all the time, the league is set up for the quarterback to take over in the last three or four minutes of a game, you're one of the few teams out there that doesn't have a quarterback that I trust that can really do that. And I hate, I'm sorry. I like the guy. I know I know that. So it's like right there. I mean, don't let me influence you. I know. Because well, I cuz so here's what I look at just when I when I break it down. And again, I really there's some things about their team that I really their all line and D line will match up against every team in football. There's not going to be any team that's just going to dominate them up front. So I love that. You know, Okuda can he show up and be a shutdown corner that they need to. You know, the secondary itself is there enough playmakers back there. You know, Aiden Hutchinson, how good is he? And, you know, the receiver position, it's solid. I really wish our Jamison Williams was out there. And if he yeah. comes back like balls of fury and just on fire, I'd go, oh, my gosh, whoa. Chark is there now. Chark is there. It's going to be nice. St. Brown had a pretty I, good right. Year. I like that crew right there. Hawkinson's a really good tight end. I'm going to go over here. Wow. Like 7 and 10 over. They're the team that I think can be a little bit of a surprise. I look at their schedule and go, you know, they're the team that's finding their confidence. But look at weeks two, three, and four. I just go, they're not outclassed by those teams for no. sure. That will be crucial. Can they come out of the first four weeks and be two and two or maybe even three and one? And then I would go, oh. And then I know they got a little tough stretch. But then you get into, you know, weeks 13, 14, 15, 16, and 17 there on the right column, right, Ahmed? Yep. And again, I don't see any team there that's just going to outclass them. I don't see – it's not like it's, you know, the Ravens, the Packers, the Bucks, you know, the 49ers. These are teams that are all kind of in the same position they are. So they have a few spots on their schedule where I just go, they, they could maybe make a little run. They could go through that five-game stretch and maybe be three and two or four and one. I don't think that's crazy. So I'm going to go with the over here. Wow. All right? I'm like not that. saying playoffs, but I'm saying – Seven and ten, 
I would love it if they were eight and nine and nine and eight in the playoffs. I would love it. I'm rooting for them so so hard. I really am. I love that they have the Bills though on Thanksgiving, so the whole nation can see you. I know it's us like, get waxed. We're play the it's toughest like, team of it's all. It's like yeah, they're getting better. The they're actually playing pretty well. Watch you guys. They go, right. All right, we'll watch it. Ahmed. Well, you're playing the terrible. Giants the week before, so you never know. It might be like a scrimmage, a build-up game. Yeah. Right. Exactly. All right. So that made my day right there. You took the over on the Lions. The only way my day could get better is if you take the under on the Chicago Bears, my most hated franchise. Yes. Six and eleven. Last year, uh, Justin Fields looked good. You yep. like Justin Fields. You I worry that mm. he doesn't have enough help around him yep. in 2022. 6.5 over under for the Bears. Oof. I'm going to go over here, Ooh. but barely. You know, again, I want to clarify that, too. I mean, it's, it's barely like 7 and 10. Maybe eight and a nine. I, I wrote down like three records with them. As I wrote seven and ten, eight and nine, six and eleven. Like if it goes bad. But I, one, I like the way things have looked on both sides of the ball in the preseason. I do. You know, I think they're going to be better coached than they have been the last few years. Not necessarily maybe on the defensive side of the ball, but I think equal to it. Their defensive coaching's been good the last few years. Offense definitely upgrade. Justin Fields is really good. He's really good. I like the way Montgomery looks. Montgomery looks like he got he took some weight off and is faster and quicker. So, listen, their first two games of the year, I, I don't expect them to win. I think they're going to be 0-2. Can they win the next two and be 2-2, two and two, though, against the Texans and Giants, where there's like, again, those are teams that we know that they're not outclassed by them. So if they can weather the storm there and be 2-2, two and two, then I go, okay, they got a chance to be that, you know, seven-win football team. But if they... Start 0-2, which I ex- totally expect. Yeah. And then, oh, you know, they beat the Texans, right? And then they lose to the Giants, and it's 1-3. and three. I go, oh, shit. You know, they're, they're in trouble here. You know, because then, okay, yeah, the Vikings, the next one could go either way. But then we start to get to teams where I go, no, the, the teams are playing here in week 6, 7, 8, 9. Definitely have better rosters than the Chicago Bears. And they don't get their bye until week 14. Which I don't really look at the byes all that often, but... For a team that might be struggling, you might need that buy a little earlier just to uh, reset. Yeah, they definitely a very younger team trying to find their footing, you know, new coaches, all of that. But I really do look at that week three, that those weeks three, four, and five to kind of dictate how the rest of the season will look. Because, you know, you do, you do again, you look at some other parts in weeks 10, 11, and 12, Lions, Falcons, Jets. Again, I have no problem saying this. I know we got to play it on the field, but those rosters do not outclass them. Sure. You know, barring crazy injuries to where you just go, oh, they got no chance in that game. Like, yeah, I don't see there's, you know, they're not going to beat the 49ers or the Packers unless Trey Lance throws three interceptions and just does something crazy, something unforeseen that we don't expect. Uh, they're, they're not in the class of those teams. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. So it could be a pretty competitive division, you think, here with the Packers. I think it's a little more than people are, are. Packers coming back to earth, maybe those bottom two teams. Clearly the Kings, but not the Kings like they've been the last two years. Right. Yeah, yeah. Buccaneers have been the Kings of uh, the NFC South. 
right? Have they won the division the last? Well, no. The, two, Saints, the year they won the Super Bowl, they did Saints not. They were, the, they were the yeah. They were uh, that's right. Good two memory. In the division. Thank you. So uh, I'm sure they are favored though to win the division Definitely. this year. They got the the roster to do it. There it is. The odds minus two ten. So heavy favorites to win the NFC South are the Buccaneers, the Saints, second choice at plus two seventy five. Panthers plus nine hundred. Falcons way back there at plus three thousand. Even though I do think they might give some people some trouble this year. Falcons maybe a step in the right direction. We'll see if uh, Chris agrees here in a second. But we'll start at the top. Buccaneers, you said they had the number two roster in the NFL. They had 13 wins last year. They are favored in every game except a pick in week 14 at San Francisco right now. Uh, 11 and a half is the number for the Buccaneers. I'm going under. Whoa. I'm going under. I know. I, I, I you know... One still, I mean, still, you know, stand by. It's it's a great roster. There's no doubt. We know that. I think the division's going to be better. I do. You kind of just said it. You know, I, I I think Carolina and New Orleans will be better, and they have a brutal schedule. The NFC South, right, is playing the NFC West and the AFC North. No doubt, the two best divisions in all of football. No doubt. So I'm kind of here, crazy to hear, like, oh, the only game they're not favored in is a pick em against the 49ers. Well, I don't know. These are ones where, again, I can't sit here like we've talked about with others and just go, oh, they're better than them, they're better than them, they're better than them. I know their rosters are – this is a top roster in football. The Saints are going to give them issues. The Packers and the Chiefs are, are the real deal, as we've talked about. You know, they got offensive line problems, and they got to deal with a lot of good defenses early on. You know, the Steelers, I think the Panthers are going to be all right. But then you got, you know, the Ravens, the Rams, that stretch there. Even teams like at Cleveland where, you know, again, I'm not expecting playoffs. We know the roster's talented. And then you go through another stretch where you go, whoa, Saints at 49ers, Bengals at home, at Cardinals. I just look at it and go, man, three years in a row, some distractions with Brady missing camp. It's a new head coach in Todd Bowles. I don't care what you say. You just don't seamlessly transition and just go, hey, we're back to the Super Bowl, right? So I, I, just, I guess I'm saying still a major player, but I could see them losing a few tight ones in this, this, this season, this year. Yeah. And no Gronk. Yes, no Antonio Brown. You know, again, Godwin I don't think is going to be 100% to start the year. And Julio Jones – Looks solid, but like everybody's got to pump the brakes and thinking they're going to see Julio Jones from Atlanta four years ago. That that's not happening. That's gone. See ya. Like, he'll be good. It'll be a nice target. So that's where I come to that. Um, they're still damn good, but they got a few stretches in in the schedule that I just look at and go, wow. I'm expecting eleven and six. Maybe get upset and go ten and seven. That's what I'm going to say. Transition at the head coaching position too with Bruce Arians right. still around the football team, but yeah, Todd but Bowles it's still is a in different charge thing. now, so right. it's different. There are a lot yeah. of things that are different, right? Uh, with this Buccaneers team, for as much as stayed the same, there lost so the defensive mind. Who's now you know uh, the defensive coordinator in Jacksonville? They lose him, right? Bowles can't focus on the defense just totally all time around. He's got to be a head coach. So mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. There's just a few things there that just make me believe it won't be. As dominant as the one last year, even though I still think they are sure. they're scary to win the Super Bowl. Yep, yeah, that all makes sense. Even though the under does surprise me a little bit here, I know uh, the Saints though eight and a half. They had nine wins last year. The way we have talked about the Saints, I feel like this is an easy over for well, you. Mm, it no? is. No, it is. Oh. It is. I was uh, just going, man. What is their over under? I couldn't even remember. I, I, you know, I try not to write these. I don't write the overs and unders down when I write myself these notes and stuff because I don't want to be like influenced, influenced by it. I want to be like objective and go. Let me look at the roster. 
How does the schedule yeah, play no, out a little good. bit? That's you know what they call that? What? Anchoring. Anchoring. Right? You Thank anchor you. you anchor your mind to like whatever you see. That's it. And then you have a hard time yeah, like getting off away of from it. it. Yeah. Exactly right. That's so I am going to go over here. I am. And again, I'm not going to say like I'm expecting 11 and 6 or 12 and 5, but 9 and 8 or 10 and 7, I don't think it's crazy. I don't. And I just look and go, but the offense, I think, is going to be better. I know there's no Sean Payton there, but there's more weapons and explosiveness. The offensive line is still special. Running back, we know, is good. I don't. There's a part of me that thinks Jameis is actually going to be have a little less pressure with him on him than with Sean Payton. Because I think Sean Payton was trying to correct him so hard that Jameis, like, you know, when you went back and I watched him during the quarterback ranking and stuff, he couldn't even pull the trigger sometimes because he was like, <gasps> Coach has told me not to throw an interception yeah. so many times. I can't even throw to this guy who's wide open down the middle of the field because I don't know. Am I seeing it right? Is he open? Is he sure? Let me triple check. Let me quadruple check. Oh, isn't, that what, isn't that what he needed, though? He did need bit? it. He did it. So this is where I think he can be a little more free this year. Sure. And I don't know if I should blame Sean Payton there. That's probably not fair. No, but I get um, it. But you know what I'm saying. Right. And, and, um, yeah, their defense, I mean, again, their defensive line will never be outclassed by anybody. Linebackers, secondaries, good. You know, I do worry about them aging a little bit. Like, is Demario Davis, we're at that point where Cam Jordan's Demario Davis is the world. You go, uh, could this be the year where they're just not the guy we remember? So there, there is that aspect. And their schedule has some brutal stretches. And I will say that. That is what scares me. Like, they, I, you could look at this team and go, I could see them starting off the year three and one, four and one, right? I could see them beating the Falcons, beating the Panthers, beating the Vikings, beating the Seahawks, and they lost to the Bucks. And you go, whoa, the Saints are four and one. But then they have stretches like you see in week six through 13 where you say, holy shit, Batman. That's ridiculous. Bengals, Cardinals, Raiders, Ravens, Steelers, Rams, 49ers, Bucks. Yeah. And then the bye week. Yeah. I mean, that's about as tough a stretch as you're going to see in football. Uh, so that that's where I think there can be you know some 500 football played, and the start of the season will be crucial for them. Yeah, they could be a 10 win team, but better than some 12 win teams with that schedule. I, exactly right. That and get exactly, to the it's kind of the way I almost feel with the Bucks, where yeah. it's just like you know, there's the record might not show it, and again, you know, we've seen plenty of teams be wild card teams the last two years, and they win the Super Bowl. You know, last year we had two wild card teams in the Super Bowl. So uh, I don't, you know, don't don't forget that. Don't give away anything that could be in your playoff bracket. We'll get to that here in just a second. Yep. So the rest of the NFC South, uh, the Panthers, great start last year, terrible finish, ended up five and twelve. Their over under is six point five with Baker Mayfield at the helm now. Defense was good last year, fell off at the end of the year. Six point five for the Panthers in a must win year. Maybe a must playoff year for uh, Matt might be. Rule. It might be, or at least the cusp of the playoffs. Yeah, I like. I love the Panthers. There's, you know, that's kind of my team where I I want to, I want to latch on. I guess there's just, and and like, I think it is right in this range, where I mean, I want to say six and eleven, seven and ten, right? I'm gonna go under mm. and say six. You know, I just. I got to I got to see the O-line work. I got to see McCaffrey stay healthy. You know, I know Baker and DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson are going to make some plays. I get that. McCaffrey's health is huge. The defense is really good. I just also want to go like 
who's going to be like the marquee studs that show up and fourth quarter we're up by three and make two big sacks to end the game or whatever. Derek Brown's really good. He didn't play as good last year as maybe he should have. You know, you know I like um, uh, the Brian Burns, but there's no Hassan Reddick there. I don't know about J.C. Horn. What's he going to look like? So I just I found myself going, man, I want to like them with my heart, but my brain is giving me questions. Hmm. So I'm going to go under there. And again, I don't think it's much under. I think it's six and eleven, right in that range. Right. So under for the Panthers, over for the Saints, under for the Buccaneers. We rounded out with the Falcons, who I said could be better this year. Yeah. I mean, they won seven games they, last year. The best, amazing. They they made expectations too high by doing that. They they weren't a seven win football team, but the schedule shook, shook shook out the right way, and they beat those fifty. 50 teams that we talked about and Matt Ryan was there but maybe maybe Vegas knows that because Pete's noting here that they are not favored in a single game this year yeah they've got a couple pickums in there but uh, they won seven games last year their over under is down at 4.5 so everyone is seeing what what you saw there yeah I'm I'm gonna go the under you're even going under a 4.5 so they won seven last year I know they're gonna win fewer than yeah I just they're, five games they're this one year. I look at and just go. I, they might they're gonna be very competitive, you know. O line I don't you know dis dislike, but again I just it comes down to it. I, I like Arthur Smith and what, but I just look at their team and we just go well, well, like, where what? Mm. what 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 tell me who who, like, you know I think we hit on this a little bit. You know AJ Terrell love him at corner. I think he is phenomenal. You know Grady Jarrett in the middle. Really damn good. But then, like, who else are we talking about? You know, inside linebackers, I don't think are anything special anymore. Deion Jones is good, but he's not, like, in the conversation for best linebackers in football. You know, Pitts is awesome and an all-pro tight end. But I just come to it and go, pain in the ass in a lot of tough games. But not going to win. Just not going to win. So I'm going to go under. Um, I'm going to say, yeah, they're like a 4-13 and 13 team. So they are in the running for the number one pick in your eyes, I feel like. I, Top I, three I, pick, maybe. I, I could see that. And like you know, I've said, I think there's some quarterbacks that are on the radar that have looked at it pretty big big time. You know, running back, I go, well, okay. So, you know, again, I, Damian Williams looked good. I know I love Cordell Patterson, but I don't look at that group and just go, there's a 15-yard rusher in the group. No, right? I mean, it's really, when you start to break it down, I don't want to sit here all day. The own line and pits are the, the most impressive position groups. You know, receiver, you know, Drake London needs to get back, but he's a rookie, and how good he would be. Mariota, you know I've had questions about him before and throwing, and when the game goes on his shoulders, can he dice you up all the, automatically? I'm not sure. So, yeah, it's like a team that I root for sure. and like Dean Pease. And I really like Arthur Smith, but I think this is a semi-rebuild year for them, or a total rebuild year. You don't root against any team, though. I really, really don't. don't. You, you like to see Other whoever than Jim wins. Harbaugh and the Michigan Wolverines. <laughs> I don't. That's true. That's the one. Uh, NFC West, the final division here. A very interesting division. Rams won it last year. Uh, took it all the way to the Super Bowl. Uh, let's take a look at the odds for the NFC West. I would assume that the Rams are favored again. They are not by a whole bunch, though. Yeah, one twenty-five. Plus 125. The 49ers are the second choice at plus 170. Got the Cardinals, their third choice, plus 360. And then the Seahawks, a distant fourth at plus 1500. So let's start with the Rams here. 12 wins last year. 10.5 is the over under. Yeah, I'm going to go under here. Wow. Yeah, I'm going to go under. All right. I, I just took a, a look at it and go, 
you know, first off, Super Bowl hangover a little bit, certainly, can, is a thing. They've lost some pieces to their football team where I go, yeah, they're not like superstars, but hey, no Odell, no Von Miller right off the bat, no Troy Reader at middle linebacker, you know, middle of their defense. I look at it and go, okay, there's Sean Robinson and, and, and Aaron Donald, but I don't think there's incredible depth there that scares me, right? You know, lost Darius Williams, who I thought's a pretty damn good corner, and lost him in free agency. So I, you know, no, I said Whitworth, no Corbett, uh, who they lost to the the Panthers. You know, I, I just look at it and go, yeah, I think there's guys that you know that they lost that were good players that rounded out their roster that made them a little bit better than we give them credit for. And that's where I just I come to it and go, yeah, I just between that. Stafford not being able to practice all offseason, having the bullseye of being the Super Bowl team every time you come into town. You know, I, I, I think between all of that, that's where I just go, again, I'm not full disclosure. I'm picking them to go to the playoffs, but I'm picking under. I think this is a 10-7, and 9-8 and eight type of football team. And, you know, let me just say, I, I know I wrote something about their schedule. You know, got to play the 49ers two of their first seven games. 49ers got their number, as we know. You know, we know the Bills are good to start week one. Um, yeah, just, again, their, their team is good, but you know, they got some tough games. They, yeah. they do. Playing the AFC West ain't easy either. So I, I'm going to go with a little bit of a down year from that standpoint. Sure. With the the Stafford thing is worrying, yeah. right? Although when he has thrown, he's thrown pretty well, and he's yeah. looked pretty good. They sure. are managing it, and yeah. if, if he can't last the whole year, like a lot of teams, right? If the starting quarterback is not there at the end of the year, they have issues. But uh, the 49ers... Uh, who knows who's going to be the starting quarterback at the end of the year for them. They are 10.5 as their over-under. They had a very good team last year, but only won 10 games last year. Getting into the playoffs is the number six seed, so 10.5 for the team that has the number one roster, excluding quarterbacks, in the mind of Chris Sims. Yeah, well, yeah, and number two in the mind of Ahmed Farid, yeah. right? Uh, and the 49ers and the Rams to this point are two teams that I always look at and go, they don't need superstar quarterbacks to be good. I mean, we've seen that. The Rams went to the Super Bowl with Jared Goff, right? The 49ers, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo, top 20 quarterback. Been to the Super Bowl in the NFC Championship. So I don't go, oh, quarterback question. They're definitely screwed. And then yeah. especially not with what you said. The roster is ridiculous. It's redonkulous. It is across the board. The only position you look at and go, oh, that's not impressive is corner. And they're a team that doesn't really – put a lot of pressure on their corners anyway so they don't expect you to be island man-to-man and i think they even got a little bit better in that that area when charvarius ward is back and healthy but at the very least again yes i have faith in shanahan for sure trey lance is the question we get that but as you heard me say before the shanahan tricks are going to be out early and when they play the first three games of this year, there's no doubt they're the best team on the field. There's no doubt. The Bears, the Seahawks, and the Broncos, they are the best team on the field. Mm. Doesn't mean their quarterback's the best, but they're best team on the field. So I, I just look at that, and I, I could see them getting off to an incredible start. I can really see them being five and one after the first six games. But what if they're what if Trey Lance is struggling in those games where they're supposed to eat? Sure. They slip up, and then you get into the tough games. That's when we get into the tough games, and that's where Jimmy G and the fact that they got him is going to come in and save their ass for sure. You know, again, like we said, they don't don't need the quarterback to be a superstar. They just need him to be good and not fuck the game up. They're literally in that category 
right? Yeah. And we've seen that. They've won a lot of games of Jimmy Garoppolo where we go, hey, he didn't really do anything, but he didn't fuck it up. And good by him. And he made one or two throws, and that's all he had to do. And we're good from there. So, yeah, I just look at them as a team kind of on a mission. And, yeah, maybe I'm overselling it a little bit, but I think between their roster, the way the year ended last year, you know, Shanahan, that group out there. I love D'Amico Ryan's a D coordinator. I think their O-line's better. I think their D-line's going to be better. I just, yeah, I, I think they're going to be a pain in the ass. 49ers maybe something to prove this year. Yeah. The Cardinals have to prove that what they did last year was not a fluke. They had 11 wins, a great start last year. And I feel bad for Cliff. Kingsbury. I hear Because everyone brings up that same graphic all the time. It's like, yeah. oh, look at all these starts, and then they fade at the end of the year. I'm like, well, what, what if he's taking these average teams and he's prepared them so well in the offseason that they're getting out to great starts? Isn't that good, too? I, I, I do be, think there is something to something that. something to that, he right? He catches everybody by surprise with the way they play. Why and, not? Yeah, right? right. And maybe by the end of the year, everyone kind of catches up, and maybe they weren't as good as we thought. Because I don't think at the end of the year we're like, oh, the Cardinals – Underperform. We're like, man, maybe that's what they were all season long. Yeah. Just got I off to you. a great start. And so they won 11 games last year. 8.5 is the over-under. I'm, I'm going under. I'm going under. I think this is a, a 7-10, and 10, maybe 8-9 and nine type football team. One, no DeAndre Hopkins. We're putting it all on Marquise Hollywood Brown. And um, blank, I, I always blank on this kid's name lately. The, the safety, the receiver they took from uh, Purdue, Rondell Moore. Thank yeah. you. You know, so I, and I'm not ready to be like, oh, yeah, they're going to take over games. I understand in philosophy, we're going to spread the field. And we got these fast guys and do all that. You know, to your point, what you just made with Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah, I think there's things they do early in the year that catches teams by surprise a little bit. They got to learn to have continue the tricks and surprise method a little bit later on in the year. I think teams get used to what they do, and they go, well, we got them. We know what they do, sure. right? And I think they're another team that I look at that I just think Sneaky lost more players than people are realizing. You know, I want to go, who's, who's the blue chip player on their defensive line? Who? J.J. Yeah. Watt in year 13? I like J.J. Watt if he can stay healthy, but he's not like a super – teams aren't going, hey, we're playing the Cardinals. we got a double-team J.J. we got to yeah. – we got to – we got to tear up the game plan and figure this out. And at this point, you can't assume 17 games. Exactly right. So there's that aspect, it. right? Yes. You know, I love Buda Baker. Love Byron Murphy Jr. Corner is a still of a question mark. I think that's why you've seen them make some moves, right? But then I also go, the size in the middle of the defense, lack of, scares me. You know, no Chase Edmonds, no Jordan Phillips, no Jordan Hicks in the middle. We're going all in on we got to make it work with Isaiah Simmons and, and Zayvon Collins, so I'm, I'm going a little bit of a down year with the Cardinals. Okay, under yeah. for the Cardinals. And, and last thing, have you looked at their schedule? I'm sorry we didn't bring that up, but their schedule is like they could start the year and, and be one and four. Not with Cliff. Not with Cliff as <laughs> the, their well, coach. The, they're playing the worst team possible in week one, well, the Chiefs, Chiefs who are just going. Oh, and one. All right. Yeah, right. At the Raiders – you know, hey, we'll see. You know, that that's a toss-up game how that goes. But but it's not going to be easy. And now, you know, I, I give them the disadvantage a little bit of <laughs> you got to deal with the new coaching staff and what Josh McDaniels is going to do and all that. The Rams, I you know, again, yeah, I think the Rams are better. Carolina at Carolina could be scary. Yeah. And then the Eagles in week 5, you know, I could see them getting off to a, a troubled start. Uh, and and then you know, let alone they they got a few other stretches there that I think are a little scary. You know, later on in the year too, when you just look at Rams, Niners, Chargers, Patriots, and back to back weeks, and then you get the Broncos, and then the Bucks, and then oh, okay, the Falcons, and then you end with the Forty ers 
where I could just kind of see it maybe falling apart at the end of the year a little add, bit. Add in the fact, too, that Kyler Murray does not need to watch film because they took that <laughs> out of the contract, right? Could be a problem for them. <laughs> uh, all right, one final team, yeah. the Seahawks. Seven wins last year with Russell for a lot of games, not all of them. Yeah. Uh, 5.5 is the over-under without him. I'm going under here. This is no no doubt I'm going under. I mean, I don't see it with the Seattle. Seattle is like one of those teams that just it seems bad, baddish vibes right now. Yeah. I mean, Geno Smith's going to be the starter, but the competition's still going on between the guy who just threw three of the dumbest interceptions I saw in preseason game number three. That, that, I mean, that, I don't even know what to think about that. Like, I don't even know why you say that at this point. And then, yeah, you know, as we always talk, O-line, there's going to be games where I'd worry, I'd worry about them up front. O-line, yeah, I'm not sitting there going, oh, wow, they're really good. I like their running backs. We know the receivers are good. Quarterback, a question. I don't love their system. Defensive line, who's there to be scared of? I like Brooks in the middle, the linebacker, really good. I like Jamal Adams' safety. I like, uh, you know, um, gosh, I'm bad with my names today. I mean, maybe I need to start smoking weed more. Um, uh, my The other safety from Texas, I'm, I'm – it's killing me. Here we go. I'm just like, I'm totally number six. Hold on a second. Yeah, Quandary Diggs. Oh, yeah, Thank yeah. you very much, Pete. Way to save the day. I, I like him, but then the corners. I, you know, I don't love that. So I just go where? What? What? What's it? What's it going to do? Where, where's it going to be? I, I just don't see it with them. So I'm going under with the Seattle Seahawks. What do eight bags of concrete mix, a cooler full of thirty pound sea bass, and a ten inch compound miter saw have in common? They're all things that are easier to load in and out of the bed of the new F-150. Thanks to its new available pro-access tailgate, that's also a swing gate. The new 2024 Ford F-150. Tough this smart can only be called F-150. Available starting early 2024. Pro-access tailgate available starting spring 2024. Cargo and load capacity limited by weight and weight distribution. Under with the Seahawks, which brings us to the bracket, the answer key. We did the AFC last time, so if you want the answer key to the AFC. Oh, I have the answers. <laughs> Is that the first time you busted that out? It's been a while. I like yes, that. Yes, thank you. Uh, all right, so let's give your seven playoff teams. Yeah. Division winners. Who gets the bye? I'm going with the Eagles to get the wow. bye. Wow. I am. I'm going with the Eagles. To Best get the record bye. in the NFC, a stacked NFC. Yes. You're going with Philadelphia. Yes. Uh, you know. It's not a stacked NFC. Not like the AFC, at least, okay. I'll say. I'll say. I mean, 49ers, Bucks. Yeah, Saints, I mean, I mean it's top-heavy. That's where I feel like Got it's, it. it's like okay. the, I had no problem with my first four teams in the playoffs. That was easy, right? It was the other group where I was like, I don't know, and, and there's some flaws here. Mm-hmm. I'm going Eagles one. I'm going 49ers two. I'm going Bucks three. I'm going Packers four. So those are your division winners. And I really think, like, I'm looking at, like, you know, like Green Bay and Tampa almost kind of having, like, you know, similar type records where, you know, Tampa wins on the tiebreaker because they beat, they beat Green Bay in week three. All right? That's, that's kind of how I look at that. Like, maybe both 11 and six, right? And they, they get it. So there's your division winners. Bucks three, Packers four. I'm going to go Rams five, Cowboys six, I know, Saints seven. And almost the same thing at the end there. Saints and Cowboys basically like with the same record. Like a nine and eight, they won the last games of the year to get in the playoffs, and here they are. 
So there's my seven teams. Okay. All right. Tell me your seven now. Yep. Here we go. Yeah. Here's where I put my neck on a line. Ooh, I can't wait to hear this. this is, I always get so excited for this. <laughs> my division winners yep. are the Eagles, yep. the Packers yep. in the North. I got the Bucks winning the South, and I got the Rams winning the West. Oh, you're going with the Rams. So going okay. with the Rams okay. out west. going the Rams. You didn't trust the quarterback situation. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So much so yeah. that I don't even have the 49ers in the playoffs. Whoa. I do not have them in the – it's just, to, to your point, it's a little weird. Yeah. they got a great roster. Yeah. The rest of the roster is awesome. We both agree there. But it's just so weird, I think – I can see a bad start, Trey Lance. Then you think, okay, Jimmy comes in, saves the day. What if he doesn't save the day? Yeah. What if it's what yeah. if it doesn't go as well I, I as it has you. the past I hear few you. years? So you're, you think the wheels could come off? I here. think the wheels could come off. All right, all right, interesting. So they are not in the playoffs. I'm not saying I'm right. I don't think you're crazy to have that thought. I've got the. I, I just think it's in the realm of possibility. Yeah. Right? Do I think the likelihood is high? Maybe not, but I think it could happen. I got you. Um, Saints, I got in the playoffs. Okay. I've got the Vikings in the playoffs. Ooh. And I've got your Panthers in the playoffs. Ooh, look at you, big guy. So, to your point, yeah. right? Maybe top-heavy in the uh, – although you think the yeah. 49ers are part of that top-heavy but, I, part, I, but, but it seems like you had no problem with your first four. Like, you knew that. Like, yeah, I knew that. You knew that, right. Yep, I right. knew that. And, I, you know, the Rams were my five team, right? So, I, I, so you feel good about that. It, I, I, I love you for – you know, the Vikings of being one of those teams where you go, mm, sneak in, right? right? They're not great all year, but they're yeah. like, oh, they're hanging around. They're about right. 500. Remember last year, weren't they the team that had a lead or a touchdown lead and the first Definitely seven, blew some games. games or and something like that? And their offense could be dangerous. So yeah. where you go, okay, maybe that defense, even though I got question marks about it, the offense could be so damn good running the ball and throwing the ball. I don't think though your replacements are not crazy. That's what I'll say. So I got the Cowboys out too, and the Panthers have some things there too that I I yeah. do like. They, they I do. burned me last year. They burned I, both of us both last of us. year, and I was I'm like, just scared. That's why I'm scared. I'm gonna of give them. them one more shot with okay. Baker Mayfield, the swagger of Baker. I'm gonna yeah. give him one more good. shot. Good for you. I like it. All right, so let's play it out. Let's play it out. You want to play out yours? Okay. All I, right. So my first really, round matchup. I didn't play out mine, but you didn't play it out. I'll just give the. NFC all right, well, you can give your loser. final four and then your final two. Okay, and right. then All right, so I got the 2-7 matchup with the Niners-Saints. I'm going Niners, right? We got the Bucks cowboys 3-6 matchup. I'm going Bucks, And then the 4-5 Rams matchup, I'm going Packers-Rams. I'm going to go with the Packers. I don't think the Rams can beat Green Bay in Green Bay. I don't. You know, it's weird. When I went through it, I started to go, wait, the teams I got in this, like, man, if the Bucks at number three – how to play like the Saints or the the Rams? Those are like not good matchups for them. I mean, there's a reason they keep losing to those teams the last few years. Yeah. I mean, what are they one and four against the Saints, and they're zero and three against the Rams the last two years? That's pretty crazy when you think about it, right? Um, so yeah, you, you know, it, I thought about that, but I just hey, I'm gonna stay true to kind of how I had it up, and and there it is, and so I got my final four of Eagles versus Packers and 49ers versus Bucks. Hmm. You want to Eagles. give me your final four? You know your final four yet? I know my final two. Okay, fine. We'll get to that in a second. You want to just me keep going here? Keep going. All right. So Eagles Packers. Um, it's it's in Philly. I'm going with a better team. Wow. I'm going with the Eagles. They're going to be in the NFC Championship game. I know. As much as I don't want to put them there because I'm a Giants fan and I don't want to hear it from my Eagles friends or that fan base, I am. I'm going to go there. Your hatred of Jalen Hurts does not right, prevent right, you from. Right. Hey, uh, no, but I mean, that speaks to, I mean, you're not high on Jalen Hurts, but you are high on Nick Sirianni, and you are high on the things that Jalen Hurts does well. I am, correct? no doubt, and he's unflappable and a great leader, and I think he has gotten better at throwing, and I'm high on, you know, another thing I'm high on that you know from right now, I'm high on teams and not always making it about the quarterback. 
That's what I'm high on. You know, teams win it. I know we're in this phase of it's if the quarterback's not good, and I just want to go, well, I got 10 examples of the team that's in the championship game or the Super Bowl where the quarterback's not that guy you all talk about, and they're there. So we got to, like, I, I'm a believer in teams, and that's why I got the 49ers beating the Bucks and in the NFC Championship game, too. Who's the quarterback of that game? I don't know. That's what's crazy. <laughs> I, my mind literally went both ways. I was like, can you imagine Jimmy G beating Tom Brady, Brady's homecoming to San Francisco, and Jimmy G starts the year as the backup oh. and is, like, the starting quarterback? It would be crazy. It would be crazy. So, yeah, I got Eagles 49ers in the championship game, and I think it's the worst possible matchup for the Eagles. And I think I'm going 49ers to the Super Bowl. 49ers go to the Super Bowl. 49ers go to the Super Bowl. Your boy Kyle Shanahan gets you tickets, right? Maybe. I don't know. Depends how good I talk about him during the year. (laughs) Uh, So 49ers in the Super Bowl. Well, you're off to a good start. Thank you. Thank you. I'm kissing his butt royally (laughs) lately. Um, That. And then in the AFC, my final two were Chiefs-Bills. I'm going with a rematch, baby. 49ers-Chiefs-Super Bowl. Wow. Right? And I'm taking the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl. And Patrick I pick the Mahomes Chiefs. Yes. Does it again. Right. Yep. Back to the top of the mountain. Back to the top of the mountain. I'm going to take him. I'm going with the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl. All right. Chiefs win the Super Bowl in Chris's eyes. My eyes, though. I can't wait. I didn't even have the Chiefs getting Last to Last year, the... you had the Rams winning the Super Bowl, right? So, no, I didn't. You I had the Rams. The, I had the Bills and Rams in the, in Super, the Super Bowl. Bowl. I had the Bills winning. Right. It. And I had the Browns and the Rams in the Super Bowl. Which would have it would have happened, actually. Yeah, we'll skip past your Browns pick there. Uh, it would have happened, too, if the, they had uh, the overtime rules that they have now. It might have. There's no question. You're right. So, I'm taking a win last year. Yeah, you should take the win. <laughs> it was better than mine, that's for sure. My AFC game is the Bills. They're back there right. against the Chargers. Victory. Chargers. Ooh, Victory Chargers. He's going. He's believing the hype. NFC. Yeah. NFC Championship game. I got your Eagles in there mm-hmm. with the Packers. Ooh. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers finally prevails. Ooh. He gets to a Super Bowl again. Right. So our Super Bowl matchup is Justin Herbert, the young gun, versus Aaron Rodgers. The old gun. And the winner is the young gun. Uh, I'm going with the L.A. Chargers. Chargers. From missing the playoffs barely yeah. to making a run with an improved defense right. and a quarterback that's ready to win right now. And all those fourth downs they go for, they work out this year, and they're your Super Bowl winner. I like it. I like it. Listen, there's a part of me that always does this and goes, hey, it's, it can't be chalk. It's not going to be – maybe I need to do something different. But Cleveland burned my ass last year to where I go, I'm not doing anything different this year. I'm just yeah. going to go with my mind here. Uh, but I, 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 that's not a bad – off the cuff Super Bowl matchup, not at all. I don't think you're crazy for that. Be a fun one too. Right? It would be fun. There's Aaron no Rodgers can he win one more, or is it going to be a... Justin Herbert and the start of something special? Yeah, no doubt. And you're going to see lasers and 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 bombs all over the field. That'll be awesome. So uh, I wouldn't be mad at that matchup one bit in Arizona this year, right? So that'll be cool. So if you think we're completely wrong yeah. on all of our picks, which is fine, uh, you can weigh in. Pete has done this again on your uh, Twitter page, which I love this. This yeah, is a great idea. Go, so you can go on there. There's like a Google Forms sheet that you mm-hmm. can fill out. You can fill out your division winners, your wild card teams. You play it all the way to the Super Bowl, yep. right, Pete? Um, and so, yep, just like we did. So you go to Chris's Twitter to find that. Click on the link and just fill it all out. Put your name there, too. Put your email address so we can contact you later when you get it exactly right. We've already had 300 responses so far. Yeah. And the most popular Super Bowl winner, the Bills, with 35% mm. of the vote. That's a lot. It is. 
Leads me to believe you have a lot of Bills fans who follow you. Your love of Josh Allen. I think so. Right? <laughs> You're right. I think they've jumped on the, the bandwagon for sure. No Chiefs, question. 23% picking to win the Super Bowl. 49ers at 8%. Yeah. All right. So, I mean, I got three of those four in my, you know, there's three or the four finalists for me. It's, it's interesting. I hope the Chiefs fans listen too. I mean, yeah. I'm a Mahomes guy as well. I, I don't like sometimes that I've been viewed as not a Mahomes guy here as of late, where I want to be like, what? I'm the biggest Mahomes guy. Because you're just, such a Josh Allen I guy, you so, think? I guess so, I guess. And because I have fun with my boy Blue, so people yeah. think it's like a little over the top. But I get before that you were a Josh Allen guy, you were a Patrick Mahomes. You were I, the Patrick I, Mahomes I, I guy. I was. I know. That's where I don't like that. Don't he let people take homie. that from you. I know. I know. My homie, my homie. Do they I have know. to go back and see the uh, the Dan Patrick show clip or wherever I, right. you talked about Patrick Mahomes? Listen, Mahomes is the man. There's no doubt. I think he had a down year. That's the only reason I made you know Josh Allen one and come on we're talking about two guys with freaky ability so I'm, I'm, I love me some Mahomes but that'd be uh it'd be interesting and I like your your matchup I really do you got most popular Super Bowl losers yeah Rams 17 percent from the homies yep Bucks at 16 percent mm. and Bills at 16 percent so not so wow so Bucks are in the game 16 percent of the time yeah not many people have them winning it because yeah, the 49ers funny. are at eight percent winners. They're the third choice, so yeah. the homies the homies are not high in the bucks here. Yeah, you were not high in the bucks. Well, I wasn't high in the bucks. It just seems like one of those things. I don't know why. You know, again, you just sometimes you just uh, uh, there's a lot of things on their roster, but there's been some changes and some issues, and yeah, I I do question a little bit. So we'll see where it goes. And like I said, the, to me, the biggest thing with them is they've been a little fortunate with their schedule the the last two years. This year. There, there's no hiding at all. There's no stretch where you go, they got four games here where they're clearly the better team. I don't even care if they're not playing their best football. They're going to beat these teams where, you know, I felt like that. At the end of the year, they won the Super Bowl. Their last five or six were against teams where you just go, well, they're not even in their class. They're yeah. gonna, they should go on a run here. You know, last year they had a few spots in the schedule like that too. This year, I don't think they're going to dodge those bullets, let alone, you know, a few players lost here and there, head coach change, like you said. So, that's uh, that's why I see the fall off just yeah. a little. Mid season, they're three and eight, and Tom Brady says it just feels right. Now it feels right just to walk away. You know, now it feels like the timing is right. Uh, Fox right. is willing to pay me for the playoff run here right. to broadcast some games. <laughs> no way that'll happen. The sunset. No way. All right, that was good. Yeah, so we good, got the answer. That was, that was fun. That's, yeah. It's good to go through every team too like that and just kind of put your thoughts on paper and yeah. record them. And so now we can see if we're right. Yeah, I love homies it. can see I if do. you're right too. We'll see. Yeah, oh, yeah, homies, keep chiming in. That'll be great. All right. Um, we got no pod next week on Monday. What? Yeah. We are going to release... My Josh Allen audio interview there. And again, you can see that on the at NFL NBC YouTube page that Ahmed is so great at reading the read for. <laughs> I love that you just point to me like it's my deal. It is like, this it's is your, his, that, you know, that page, page that he's in control of. <laughs> so that's there. But uh, yeah, that'll be released uh, is for, for the, the missing of the pod. And then Tuesday next week, you know, do pro football talk. Get on a, and I'm going to do a picks podcast with Florio like we always do. And then I'm on a plane to LA for Rams Bills, the opener. So, you know, be a little busy out there for those few days. And that's why we, we won't get the full range of uh, pods. But after that, yep. we got three pods a week, two with you, one with Florio. I got to cheat on you once a week that's just fine. to change that's, up the flavor a little bit. I'm not right? a big predictions guy anyway, right? You right. couldn't get me to seed the teams and play out the matchups. So yeah. that's good. And Mike, yeah. Mike gets into it. And, right. 
Um, no, it's going to be a good year. I'm excited about it. So next time I'm with you, right. we'll be after week one. Right. It'll be, uh, we'll be, have one game left, right, the Monday night game. Yep. And so we'll talk yeah. about all the all the games that happen, including the Thursday game maybe, although we do often kind of forget about that we, one. We but maybe this, we'll yeah. make an exception yeah, this since year. since we're there in person, we got to hit that out. And maybe we should make a bet for our, our playoff predictions or whatever. Like, whoever's Final Four is better. Yes. Right? If I win, you have to say a swear word. <laughs> <laughs> on the podcast, can deal. You, you can do that. Okay, deal. deal. And if I, you, if what you if win, I win? I'm what? not kissing your feet again. Okay? <laughs> I don't want that either. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Chris has to not swear for an entire year. No, of that's pots. The, I'm only asking you to say one swear. <laughs> I'll go one show without a swear. I'll okay. Do that. Okay. But what if you do swear? Then you got to do it the next show, right? It's yeah, like, yeah. So I got to like, go clean. I got to go clean. Okay. I, I'm capable of doing that. Okay, one clean show versus one dirty word. Right. Okay. okay. That's a lot on the line. All right. Good. That's big time right there. <laughs> All right. It's my mo. I got to yes. swear. I mean, I know. It's not even Chris Sims. Your, if your I can't image say, will take a hit. It your really image will. will take a hit for big that time show. Street cred loss there. <laughs> All right, everybody. Be good. Enjoy Labor Day weekend. It's a great weekend. Last weekend of summer for real. Mm-hmm. I know I'm going to enjoy it. Um, Mary Jane will be back in my life eh, on Friday night for a long weekend for sure. Ahmed, keep working hard. I know you got Premier. I know. Baseball. Yeah. You got it all going on. Some horse racing coming up next week. Holy crap, Ola. (laughs) You the man. Keep it going. All right, everybody. Stay good. Stay cool. Be safe out there. Enjoy football. Clap Clap it it up. up. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.